Oh, I got his ass now. You have to be fast in the track. I hate that guy. This race can change the rest of your life. My bottle got stretched a little bit. I got a tight little butt. I'm about to light this shit up. Coffee Chatter Radio Show number 90. How good does it feel to be at home, even though we're stuck in quarantine right now? It does feel good to be home. The weather sucks. It's depressing, and we're stuck in quarantine. You're on day one today, and I'm halfway through. I'm, I'm getting over the hump. We are. Holy smoke. Something was playing in the background. It was my iPad. It was causing noise. You are over the hump. How does it feel? That's a, it's a big step to be halfway through. It is. So when you first, so for those people that don't know, we, it's a mandatory two week quarantine when you come back to Canada. So we just got, I just got back from the US, so did James. So I'm a week in now. And the first couple days, um, it feels like a little overwhelming to think that like, fuck, for 14 days, I literally can't leave. I can't leave. I can't do anything. <laughs> you're literally, you're literally <laughs> trapped. <laughs> I'm trapped. Even though I've had a bunch to do, like I got to study for exams and whatnot. It's still like the first couple of days was like, holy shit. But now I've kind of gotten into routine and it's going by a little better. And I'm just trying to work out and study and do whatever every day to, uh, throughout the day to stay busy. Um, but it's boring as fuck. Thank God we got a, ch- a radio show today because yeah, it helps. Like this has been all I've been looking forward to today. I'm only on yeah. day one. I enjoyed my day of absolutely nothing. Didn't go outside. Didn't breathe fresh air. I'm okay with it. Feel great. Really stoked to do the show because I've been looking forward to it. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today, eh? Yeah, we do. Thanks to Progate Europe. Winning starts the great gate. Felicia, I think we might have seen used her last time, but she won two out of three mains in Tulsa with great, great starts. Yeah, she had some great gates. Um, she's one of the people we're going to be talking about with some silly season trades going down. Uh, Romaine had some great gates. Also, he's some another silly season trade going down. So they're just ProGate Europe people. You know what I mean? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. And we spoke to Romain earlier today. So we're going to play that clip with him today. We're going to talk about Felicia, um, talk some BMX, um, but everything. Speaking of ProGate Europe, I had somebody hit me up the other day, uh, a chatty, if you will, hit me up about a single man ProGate Europe they were uh, looking to. Uh, inquire about so I uh, sent them over to our friends at ProGate Europe sent them told them that coffee chatter sent him and uh, hopefully he's getting the information he needs to purchase one dude the best setup was if you could have an individual ProGate and just have it fully mounted somewhere like mount it in your yard or something where yeah. it was just a, like an even pitch and you could just do like flat starts that'd be ideal that'd be so good wouldn't it yeah I, yeah. I always wanted that yeah I always dreamed of that too. Like in my backyard at our old house, I always wanted to put the pro start back there and have like a little jump set up. Always had a dream of it. Never once like got to the point of actually putting the gate back there, but it would have been sick. I know. What are your, uh, what are your plans for the next two weeks in quarantine? Um, I don't do you, do you, really know. you have the same feeling I did. Like it's a little overwhelming to think two weeks, you have to just stay inside basically. Kind of, but kind of not. Like I've been preparing for this two weeks for a while because like <laughs> I've been, well, I was training in California. I knew I was going hard, like everything was going well, but I was like, I'm looking forward to this break I'm having. So I've been looking forward to being in here doing nothing. I honestly yeah. feel like I have, like I, I told you I have to buy my Christmas presents or sort my Christmas gift shopping out while I'm here, do that all online. That's a little overwhelming. And that's like the only thing I have to do. Other than that, I, I'm pretty excited just to literally coach it, finish watching Suits, and 
I also again watch Harry Potter series because you know you got to watch Harry Potter once a year, and this is my yeah, this is my yeah. time. You got to you got to watch it, or if it's on TV, you just watch it. Exactly, um, it's one of those things. Yeah, I guess so. it's probably different for me. Come to think of it, because obviously I'm not really tr- I'm not training or anything. Yeah, yeah. And I go from just living with savvy for like three months, all settled into routine in Cali, to come home no savvy, locked in the basement, cold, dark, rainy weather. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like it's like it's very. I think it's very different for you. Yeah. So depressing. Yeah. Yeah, and especially because I'm I'm pretty lucky. Well, my parents. They went up to our cabin, so I got the whole house to myself. So to me, it's just like living like normal without training. So it is just like time off and whatnot. For you, you're kind of trapped in your basement where normally that's your place of zen, like just to go get away and chill. You can't even yeah, go upstairs exactly. to your kitchen. Like, yeah. I know. It's so like, yeah, it's depressing. But halfway through, I got exams in uh, two days. Yeah, I got my exams start in two days. So I'll at least have, at least I'll have something to do that day, you know, two exams. <laughs> you're looking forward to those for, for once. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, but just let me kill a few hours. <laughs> I was playing uh, I was playing PS4 with my buddy Travis today, who you know, obviously. Yep. And uh, you can put it on the setting on PGA if you're playing like a stroke play match where you both um, hit at the same time. You just see your screen, so it's faster. Mm-hmm. But instead, we were doing it where we both watch each other. And at first, I was like, oh, switch it so we can just play faster. And I was like, wait a minute. No, I need to kill more time. No, no, no. Let's, let's play the slowest possible way. <laughs> like, let's slow it down. Like I need this to last a long time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, not much going on in the weekly golf check-in department, but I do have my putting mat set up and I posted, I've probably, I mean, people have probably seen it on Instagram. I've been hitting a shit ton of putts from like six feet. Boy, my stroke is looking fucking clean right now. <laughs> I love the short being. It's just going to be dialed. Putting's going to be there. Chipping's going to be, it's all going to be there. And then you're going to go back to the range and then you can just get back to hitting bombs. I've already booked a round with the boys for like the day after my quarantine. <laughs> really? That's awesome. Uh, well prepared. I'm just already, already hitting, they're hitting around with the boys and the day after I'm out. It's going to be good. How's that little, um, little mirror putting like thingy? Dude, the mirror thing is really good. So you put the ball in the mirror yep. and then I, you align your eyes. So you have one, your ball's right in the middle of your eyes. Okay. On the mirror. So you can't like, yeah, yeah, there's a line on the putting mirror. So then you can check your alignment, like as you bring in the stroke back and through, and if you pull it a little bit, you're going to hit the little, the little ledge and the ball's going to go offline and miss. Okay. So even if you don't, so for instance, if you don't use the mirror, you hit it all offline, you can still make the putt, Mm -hmm. but with the mirror, you have to hit a dead fucking center or else it's going to go way offline. Okay. This sounds very, this sounds very beneficial. Yeah, so I'm I am looking pretty good on the practice screen right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's what we like to hear. Um, let's quickly give a shout out to the people in the YouTube chat right now. We are actually looking at it this time. Every once in a while, I feel like we forget the chats there, but we're we're here, people. I see uh, Thunder Midget in there. He's letting he's going off. Uh, he can see my golf channel in the background. That's great. Thanks, people. Thanks for tuning in. So it's funny you mentioned that because. Uh, I was listening to the four play pod Barstool sports podcast this week. And they were talking about how, I mean, they get like hundreds of thousands of people listening Yeah, and they said they sometimes forget people listen when they're talking. Right. And they got me, dude, I have the same thing. So we'll do a show. And I like, I mean, I, I won't really, I, of course I think about what I say, but we kind of just chat shit, whatever. Yeah. And then after some like kid or like a mom will be like, Oh, listen to the show last week. I'm like, Oh fuck. You heard me say it. <laughs> 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 like, I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. What did I say that I shouldn't have? You forget. Like, I, I know. It's like, I feel like when we're doing the interviews with um, a guest on, it's very easy to be like, okay, this is a podcast. Like, I'm, I'm doing an interview with you. Like, this is actually really okay. cool. 
But when we do these radio shows, it's different. We're just shooting the shit. When we start getting into a topic or getting into a story, we start like we start swearing and just doing what we would do like yeah. casually. And it's like, oh boy, what did I just say? Or like an elite rider will message me after and be like, oh, thanks for the nice words. Or they'll message me about something. And I'll be like, oh shit, I hope I didn't say anything bad about them. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> sometimes you're like joking about a person like trying to make fun of how like be funny and you're like hoping somebody doesn't take it the wrong way like oh boy what did i say like i'm not trying to offend anybody we're just trying to like crack jokes because we don't really filter anything like the way we're talking on the show is literally how we just hang out in real life pretty much yeah and that's why the show is fun for us because we don't put on a like a polished front or anything it's just it's just how we are it is what it is and i think that's why like most podcasts are like these days because the people that do it are very authentic and they just shoot the shit right that's why i love the foreplay pod yeah, exactly. Like Barca Sports is a perfect example. And some people think it's like a bit crude or whatever. And at times it probably is. But yeah. I mean, they just talk like normal people. Whereas I don't really like listening to podcasts. Or like Joe Rogan's a good example. He just talks like a normal dude who's talking and meeting people. Mm-hmm. Um, no one, like, I don't think anyone really wants to listen to like a politically correct, really polished interview or show. What's the point? It's like when athletes or people get interviewed and they just say the same routine thing. It's, you don't get anything. It gets a little. It gets a little washed down. Like I don't. I don't want to hear that. I'll go to the news if I want to hear that. The new people, the news anchors, dude. This is okay. I just re- remember my rant. Let it rip. People, the new, the way they talk, dude. I can't stand the way they talk. And since I was a kid, I remember. I can't fucking stand it. You know, they'll be like, instead of saying like, "Oh, there was an accident on Highway One," they'll be like, "There was an accident on Highway One." <laughs> You fucking roused me. <laughs> like, just talk normal. We're normal people listening. Like, just say, there was a really bad accident on Highway 1. Not, there was a really bad accident on Highway 1. You know what I mean? I don't watch the news that often. So I have no idea. Where, I kind of know what you're talking about. person talk like this? No, I, I know what you're talking about. They very much overdo things, and they, like, it's too much. Like, it's it's just ridiculous. They're so... The emphasis they put on like transitions and stuff, it just fucking grinds my gears. When that, that noise comes in, like like breaking news, dun 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 even though that's sports there, it's like, and we now can we, you know, move over yeah, to yeah, our yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like just speak normally. We're normal people. Like just speak normally to us. Just like, it's English. You can talk to me. I know the it's same language. Hard. Like we, we know the same language. Like you can actually speak the exact same language as, as I speak and we can, we can understand each other. You don't have to slow yeah. it down for me. No, you don't have to put ridiculous, like, dramatic emphasis on shit. Just talk normally. <laughs> just one time. That's all we're asking for, okay? Seriously. <laughs> Barstool needs their own radio or their own news station. Can you imagine? Oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be absolutely epic. I try to listen to their Barstool radio, but I, I, haven't, I don't have that app, that one that you use that they don't use anymore. Oh, Sirius XM, four months of free streaming. Get yours today. <laughs> They're off that app, and I didn't pay for it. I just haven't used it. So, yeah. Anyways. Um, oh. Um, this isn't on your show script. Thought we'd just give a quick shout out to. Um, well, first, I, I noticed actually it's two people now, but uh, Rich and Vilma, Rich at Tangent, they are having a baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see that too? Yeah. Yeah. Thought we'd give a shout out to them. And then I saw Tyler and Cass are also having a second newborn as well. Yeah. Congrats to uh, Rich and Vilma and Tiger and Cass. New babies coming into the world. Awesome to see. Very exciting. Um, yeah. Really cool. Really cool. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't actually know Rich and Vilma were married. I, to be honest, I didn't either. So that, I like that he threw that in there for us people that you know weren't in the, in the loop to just know. I wasn't yeah. realized either, but that's very cool. I wonder if I knew and he had posted about it and I just forgot or what. But I'd assume, when someone makes that little funny comment like he did in there, I would assume not. Makes me Maybe feel better thinking that we didn't at least. 
like he didn't yeah, post about it. just did like a, a quite like a small wedding or something but yeah yeah awesome. they're all awesome people so i'm stoked they're all gonna be well tyler and Cass are good parents and they're all gonna be great parents so. yeah like yeah. really cool Very um cool. big weekend it was a big weekend this past weekend of sports i got fucking hyped watching f1 holy I know we're not one podcast, but we, got, we got to touch on what happened in f1 on the weekend yeah we're not an f1 podcast but we are fans of f1 and shit went off in a good way but so in a bad way also in a bad way if you didn't watch Formula One, this may be one of the biggest racing heartbreaks I've ever seen in any, in any racing sport. It was absolutely, it was, it, it hurt my heart. It literally, it, it hurt my heart to watch. I was yelling. I actually, like, I don't get, I don't actually get that hyped watching other sports mm-hmm. usually. But I got, I was literally in the basement yelling at my TV like a psychopath. <laughs> <for myself. laughs> I mean, yeah, I was throwing fist pumps and everything. I was like, yeah, baby, come on, like throwing fist pumps at the computer screen. Yeah. First of all, that car company completely fucked George Russell. <laughs> no free ads on this show. No free no ads. No free ads. I mean, Toyota, if George Russell was on a Toyota, he would have won. If he but was on another a car company, <laughs> they suck. <laughs> if that car company was in Formula One, if Toyota was in Formula One, he would have won. A to- he was driving a Tacoma, he would have won. He Unfortunately, won. he was with some shitty other car company. They couldn't figure out the tires, put the wrong tires on his car. He was still going to win. They made a pit again, still going to win. And then. They just completely fucked him with another pit stop. The amount of times that guy had to experience heartbreak. Off the start, he pulls he pulls a whole shot, basically. He's running away with it, a crash. Oh, yeah. Backstory, he's on a really shitty team, he, and Lewis Hamilton gets COVID, who's world champion. So he gets to drive in Mercedes' car, yep. which is the fastest car, and then he's leading the whole race. And then he has to pit with, like, 17 laps to go. They mess up his tires. He goes back to fifth gets back to second, is still going to win, and then they me- messed up again. He had to pit again. and then no, He got a flat tire. Him. Yeah, and then he ends up getting like ninth or something. Absolutely so heartbreaking. That car company completely screwed him out of a win, and even like the Total Wolf came out and said that was a colossal F-up, and they felt bad, obviously, because it was their fault. Yeah. By the sounds of it, well, I, listen, like, I listened to a bunch of interviews after, trying to get the scoop, like what happened. Apparently on the first... When they went in for the pit stop at the at the uh, yellow flag uh, safety car, their yeah. radio. He says, "I don't know if do you believe this." He says their radios messed up and it didn't get word didn't get into the pit crew that Russell was going to pit, and then so they didn't have his tires ready, and they basically panicked, rushed out there, and then that's why they had the wrong tires ready. Are you trying to tell me half a billion dollar budget and the headset fries out? <laughs> That's like, are you shitting me? Are you kidding me? You mean that guy on the radio that's across the way couldn't just turn around from his chair, yell, we need George Russell's tires, he's coming into pit. You mean the one guy who gets half a million dollars a year and his only job is to communicate to the rider? (laughs) Box, 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 box. Like, come on. fucking kidding me? And you're telling me all those guys in there didn't hear, like, the TV going, box, 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 or something. Like, are you shitting me? Imagine being, like, George Russell's on a team where... He's never gotten a top 10 because the car, I mean, in Formula One, if you just don't have a car, you just can't make it happen. He gets to ride with the premier team and he's clearly the fastest guy showing his talent, going to win, and then gets ninth, complete out of his, out of his control. And that car company never messes up like that. And they just so happen to mess up when he's about to win is just infuriating. Absolutely. Infuriating. Are you shitting me? Unbelievable. Like you it's know, absolutely in unbelievable. A, in a way though, this might actually benefit him more because he still showed that he more or less was going to win the race yeah. completely. And people probably feel so bad for him. Like, he actually probably got more attention this way because it's a huge story. He could have, yeah, honestly. It was a massive story. The, the funny part is, so they mess up his tires. 
they realized they were messing it up while they're putting Valtteri's tires on. And so they just threw Valtteri's t- the tires. He came in to take off. They threw back on and he went back out and then he just did shit. Yeah, I don't understand. So he's like, I, wa- I listened to the radio and he's like, when they're like, we put the tires back on. He's like, you did what? Like, <laughs> they put the same fucking used tires on his car. Because they threw half the tires on Russell's car and they can't mix up the swap the tires and they had nothing ready. So they just were like, fuck it. We need to put these tires back on. How ridiculous. How, how does they have two garages? They got a crew of like 20 mechanics. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand how you're this, you're this, to be honest, you're this bloody stupid that you can make that mistake. It's ridiculous. And we got, we got, we got Gavin eats food. We got Roger. I think that's Roger. I don't know. Roger in the thing saying we forget that Russell spun his car like the other day behind a pit car or behind the, the safety car. Okay. That time when he spun his car behind the safety car, that was like a fluke incident. It's happened to more than just him. So F off. Russell is a fucking such a good driver. What do you do? Like a couple races ago, he was behind the safety car in first, and he was warming the tires up, and he just spun out and hit the wall. How does this have any relevance to right now, Russell? Because of, yeah, exactly. It's like, we're not talking about that. George Russell's a fantastic driver. He was en route to freaking win the race. Yeah. Unbelievable. So that was, that, was, that, was quite a, that was quite a Sunday. That was quite a Sunday. Yeah. Man, man, was it like, just talking about it after the fact, I was so bummed after. I was like, I was so excited for that win. It was coming. It was I so know. there. So. I know. And obviously as racers, we can appreciate how insane that was. Yeah, absolutely nuts. So, um, in other news, we, the, the Joris Kalen photo we posted on the weekend. So first of all, James, very funny meme with the Joris Kalen one you, you posted. Very, very entertaining. How good, like that, that's just, that's just going to live on. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. And yeah. obviously meant no disrespect to anyone. It's just, we would have posted it if it was us or anyone. It's just funny. Yeah. I think both those guys, Joris included, I think we could relate that when you're trying to relate that to 2020, it was just too good. It's just funny. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's but good humor. It was mind boggling. Not that many people knew who or where it was. How do you people not know? They, we got, I, was, I was actually shocked to know like a lot of people didn't know. Like, are you living under a tree? Like what is going on here? That is one of the most iconic, mo- that's an iconic moment in the sport. Like, granted, it wasn't 2011, so whatever, nine years ago. But still, that's probably one of the most famous, like, kind of, like, heated, what heated um, interactions that's happened, yeah, in our sport in, like, Supercross. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I think so. And the video is pretty, like, pretty famous. And, <laughs> you know, it's funny because also, you know, the soundbite we have? You play the silver one, you have to be fast on the track. You have to be fast on the track. Yeah. It's not actually, like, I don't think a lot of people know this either. Sylvan's, Sylvan's actually making fun of Joris in that. Yeah. He's not... He's not actually trying to sound like that. He's, Sylvan's actually making fun of Joris because after the crash, Joris went up to Kalen and was like, you have to be fast on the, on the track. No, yeah. so that's where it came from. And I think people don't know that either. Yeah. I, to be honest, I completely just forgot about that until you were mentioning it, but that is exactly what that's from. And I always yeah. forget it because now we just play that as Sylvan, but that was just part of the heated argument that was going down <laughs> yeah, between Kalen played, and Joris. We played it Sylvan, but it's actually Joris who was saying it at the time. Yeah. And that's probably the most famous soundbite in our sport ever. I wish there was better audio and of the actual like heated discussion that went down after the finish line there, because like the video we played, that's from one of the broadcasts. So you, they don't actually sh- like you can't hear what's going on, but there like there was good like bickering going back and forth, Kalen and Joris, and then Sam gets involved, and then it, like the old big Q, Quentin Calleron is right there with Joris, like the French guys there, and it's just going off. Yeah, I think. Uh... It's funny, from both their perspectives, like, if I was Kalen, I'd be pissed because I was in third and got fucking cleaned out out of nowhere. And so, if, like, you obviously don't know at the time when you're in third that the guy in 
you don't know like what actually happened. So if I'm mm. in third and I get cleaned out, I'm pretty pissed. But then obviously, like a lot of people don't know too. After like right after that, back in the pits, Kalen calmed down and went over and apologized to Joris. Mm-hmm. And then they're obviously fine. And yeah. then from Joris' perspective, there's nothing wrong with his move. It's a super cross semi and he's going for the past. Like I would have done that. Anyone would have done that. Any racer out there, I think, should have and would have done that. Not like he was never going in to take anybody out. The amount of speed that Joris had flying down that third straight, he passed like two guys at the beginning of the straightaway. He passed Sam and Kalen like into the last turn, like going into the turn. He was yeah. freaking flying. Like there was nowhere else for him to go. He had to try to go under the, on the low side, and that turn is tight as hell. We all know that. Yeah. And you mean to tell me like Kalen or Sam wouldn't have done that? You don't think Sam would have done that? Of course he would have. All right. Like, yes, like in a good way, like Sam, Sam would do anything to make it through. Sam would have done the exact same move. It's probably would have Kayla. And if you don't do that move, well, you're not going to make the main then. Simple as that. Exactly. What are you going to do? Honestly, what are you going to do? Pull the yeah. shoot and just like sit in fifth and not go for that. Like that's a qualifying spot for the main event at a world cup. Yeah. It it's wasn't, like, it was dirty about it. It's just a racing incident and yeah. shit happens fast. Like, yeah. <laughs> we know how tight that turn is, especially everything just kind of pinches right there when you got a lot yeah. of speed. When you're coming in with as much speed as he did, as soon as that little bump happened, he just lost traction. And when you lose traction, your bike hits the other guy. It just caused the snowball effect. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. For anybody to think that's dirty or that was, like, the wrong move, I'm, I'm not with that. I understand where Kalen would have been frustrated at first. But, like yeah, you said, yeah. he, he understands, like, after, after he cooled down, he's apologized. It's racing. That shit happens. No, exactly. Of course, so, anyone would be pissed if they're getting cleaned up. But then after you see the video, it's like, well, I mean – what are you supposed to do? The guy was fucking ripping. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. But yeah, it's kind of cool to see that. Like, there's so, some uh, uh, cool guys to watch racing that obviously aren't racing now. It is cool, yeah. So I'm just reading a comment from Jake's Ferns in the YouTube thing. He's like, I sent it to Kalen, and this was his reply. Classic. Poor Joris. I bet he gets tired of seeing it. Shame. <laughs> I mean, Kalen's a really good dude. Like, he, yeah. He's the type of guy, like, at the course, he's been pissed at the time, but after, like, he traded jerseys with Joris, and it was fine. But it's racing. Anybody who cares about what they're doing and has passion for winning and trying to improve, be in the finals yeah. all the time, they're going to – if you're not getting heated, I feel like you don't have the passion. Like, either you're very good at keeping calm and moving on, which is, I think, extremely tough to do in, in that exact moment, or if you don't, like, what happens to them, you're very passionate about what you're doing. Yeah. Shit gets heated. Like, yeah. you need time to cool down. Shit happens in the moment. I know from experience, shit happens in the moment. You need time to cool yeah. down. So, yeah, I don't remember ever getting cleaned out and being really pissed like that. And we, um, our sport doesn't have it like these other sports where it's like you're in the field talking to the other person and like bickering back and forth while it's happening. It's like you do something, it happens after, then you bicker about it, and then it's like you don't see each other. Then yeah, it's very I think different. It doesn't happen as much in our sport either because like everyone's kind of cl- everyone's like pretty friendly. Whereas in other sports, like I don't, they're not friends. Like they don't even talk. When you're on like a different like hockey team, basketball team, when two, the yeah. earning, you're making millions of dollars. You don't really care. So you're just there to fucking, yeah. I don't know, start shit, get in somebody's head, like play mind games, all this other crap. Yeah. Or in like super motocross and stuff, like those guys, a lot of them don't even really talk. They don't like each other. So they don't, they really don't care about getting each other's face and swearing. Whereas like, I don't know if me and you had a run in, like <laughs> we might not be screaming and swearing at each other. No, probably not. I'd be pretty pissed, <laughs> but I think we'd keep, we'd keep quiet for a bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That'd be pretty funny if we just, you just, or like national champs in 2016, just team me up in the second turn. <laughs> there would definitely be like a, like that stare and that, like the head shake, the hand throw, like, what are you fucking doing? Like, what are you doing, bro? 
I know. And then eventually one of us would be, then we'd like cool off and be like, yeah, sorry, bro. That was dumb. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. normal. Yeah. Um, in other news, I guess we can get to the sponsor stuff. So Felicia and Ro- Romaine obviously signed new deals. Um, let's talk with Felicia first. So it's cool to have her on board. The, uh, Factory answer back S squared. Get yours today. They're okay. the beautiful answer forks. And answer BMX, dagger. baby. Get yours today. Holding them up right now. These, you know, answer BMX dagger forks. She's gonna be running these next year, T. Yeah, she is. Yeah, it's it cool is. to see uh, John pick her up, and um, yeah, she'll be on the squad. I think she's coming into really good form right now. Like, obviously, you saw her at the Grands. Um, she looked really good. I think she's gonna have good title chances the next few years. Probably gonna have a good shot at the Olympic medal this year if uh, all goes well and she's there. Like, I think she should be. Um, so I think good pickup for uh, for Answer and and the team and John and everyone right now. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Big pickup, I think, as well. Like you said, because she has that potential in these next few years too. I would consider, I would call it rack up some titles. Um, yeah, she for sure. clearly showed how good of form she was in at the Grands this past year, um, and only going to be getting wiser with experience as she goes on with the Olympics, World Cups. Like, it's someone you want in your team if you're in in any team, any rider, any any whatever. Um, really great to see. Great to see her come on board the uh, the yeah. team. Yeah, I think she's going to win a lot of races the next few years. I think so too. Um, yeah. We need to have an interview with her. Or are we are we working on locking it down for next week? It's already locked down. Yeah, so I messaged her today. So we're going to have Felicia on the show next week, uh, full show. So uh, yeah, we'll just dive into her decisions to um, leave Supercross and join Answer S Squared and um, what transpired, and also kind of get into her story a bit. Um, we've, you know, she's been on our list for a while actually. And, um, so yeah, it'd be cool to talk to her next week. We always have like people ask like how we do this, you know, with guests and whatnot. And we have our list of people and a lot of times it kind of things just work out where there's a moment in time where we're like, it's time to have this person on. This is one of those times. Like, honestly, some people have been on our list since like we first started the show and we just haven't got to them yet. Yeah. Like, so I don't want, here's the thing. I don't want to, there's a lot of good elite riders we haven't gotten around to yet. Yeah. And it's not because we haven't thought of you. It's like, you literally probably <laughs> been on our list. We just waiting for a good time to have you on. Yeah. It's crazy. A lot of time it's somehow yeah. just works out that it's a time for a person to have them on. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes we just throw random guests in there that we've been chatting to recently and it just works out. But yeah, this is the time she's uh, in the news right yeah. now. Big, big sponsor change. She's part of our team, so we we're happy to have her on board, and it'll be fun to chat with her next week. Yeah, I think it's in everyone's best interest, like ours and theirs, to have them on at the, at the best opportunity, like mm-hmm. when they do well at a race or which for what, maybe not even that, but just for whatever reason, it works out that it works out. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. Um, um, also, we didn't actually, I don't know if we had this on the list. I, I didn't check your list, sorry. I didn't re- recheck it here. Uh, we didn't post about it either, but Cam Larson also just recently moved on from Supercross. I was surprised about that one. Didn't didn't see that one coming. I actually didn't see that, really. Yeah, I, I didn't post about it yet because we already had these two posted. Um, figured we'd chat about it on the show here like we are now. But yeah, Cam Larson also moved on from Supercross. So that was surprising to see when Felicia had just moved on as well. Did he say where? No, uh, still up in the air by the sounds of it. It sounds of it like it was a little like, I think last... I don't want to say last second, but just, yeah, things didn't work out with the team and yeah, moved on. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes. Cause obviously he's a top yeah. up and comer in the U S who deserves a good ride. He's has a lot of potential as well. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. I think, uh, he's got a good future ahead of him too. So I'm sure I'm sure someone will snag him up the kind of shitty thing. I mean, who knows how that transpired if he left or dropped him or mutual or who knows, but, um, 
t- bad time of the year, like end of Dece- like mid December now or whatever. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, especially this year when with COVID happening, like you don't know what people's budgets are, especially going into next year. It's still unknown, so trying to find a ride and trying to secure yeah. a team budget is going to be tough. So hopefully, it gets that worked out. Um, I'm sure people online will have their guesses. We don't know this one. We don't know where he's going. So that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, congrats to Romain. Big change for Mr. Romain Mayu. Um, good deal for him. Obviously, he's a top guy in the world. And, uh, yeah, it's cool to see. Um, we uh, talked to him this morning, actually, so we're going to play that clip in a sec. But, um, yeah, he, uh, there's no bad blood between him and Tangent. Obviously, those guys are awesome guys. And they treated him well, and he wrote his balls off for them. But sometimes in – in sport and BMX, it's just in the rider's best interest to move on to something, move on to a different sponsor, whether it be financially or for a change or whatever. Yeah. Um, I like what he said in the interview. It's like his relationship with Rich and Tangent, it wasn't just like a, his boss. It wasn't just, you know, the, the company. It was a friendship, yeah. family, and that makes it tough when you're, when you're moving on. So. Uh, for sure. It's not yeah. easy. It feels like, feels like a breakup when it's like that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, let's play that clip with Romain so you guys can hear. Let's hope it works this time. Really got really got to hope it works this time. Here, here we go. You gonna, oh, we're, we're good now. What's up, Romain? Here with Romain Mayu, newly on yeah, the Yeah, what's uh, up, guys? GT Bicycle Squad. Congrats on the new ride. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. I got, first, before we get into things, I got to say, Rome, that's great placement of your answer BMX whole shot um, check that. right there in the corner. Look at well that. placed. Look well at placed. I know that's not your team, but well placed. <laughs> <laughs> Just for you, James. James, you're watching golf in the background. It's a, it's a common trend that whenever we do this, I always just put the golf channel on and whatever plays, plays. So you can't watch it, but like, I can watch it. It's, is how, do I you enjoy it? Through the screen. Oh, I got something going off on my computer. We, we don't need these. We don't need these things. Oh, no. What's happening? <laughs> I, I can still see you guys fine. Okay, good, because something was going on too. my computer. I'm good, and... too. Okay, Romain, are you, are you in your room in Paris right now? Yeah. Yeah, recognize it. How's oh, the bed? Is, is it still really hard? No, no, it's good. I have my own bed now. Home bed, a home couch, everything, the coffee machine. So are you, you're still living full-time in Paris at the moment? Um, yeah, well, uh, I, I go home sometimes. I'm not like all the time in Paris. Um, when I have a, a week off or a deload week, I'm going to go back home for a week. But yeah, most of the time in Paris right now, it's easier even like for training with all the gyms, everything is like closed in France. So we are allowed to train like normal in SQI, which is nice. So that's why I'm, I'm staying here for now. So give us the deets, Rome. Um, this is the time of year. A lot of big team changes are going down, and this is probably the biggest one. And to start things off of the year was from you. Uh, moving to GT Bicycles, how did that all come about? Um, the thing started as a joke, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I, I, for real, I was just going to the Saoyang BMX track, which is a few minutes away from where I live. I don't know if – did you go there, little toy? Yeah, we used to train there quite often, yeah. Yeah, yeah so um, – there's the new president for the past five years. And I was just there with Sylvain Joris before national. And we got a talk at the end of the, of the training. And he was telling me he wanted to have a pro in his, in his team, like in, um, in the club. I was like, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm open. So just tell me what you can do. And I'll tell you if I can be part of that. And he was like, okay, give me, give me a few months and I'll go back and I'll come back to you. 
Um, so you, you did some research to have like a budget and everything. I know you talked with GT a lot too because he kind of knew what I had before with the Tangent and uh, with my club too. And then he came back to me, that was like three weeks ago, telling me like, okay, we can do this. It's gonna, it's gonna make it, we're gonna make it. So that's, that's, that's like that happens. One of the cool things, so yeah, so like in, a lot of people don't know, but you guys ride for your clubs in France and then they pay you to go to the races and stuff. So like, yeah. is it, is GT and Sarion's like they're the same, like they're kind of doing it together or what? Yeah, GT is a big partner for the club. Yeah, okay. So, and they were interesting to have uh, a top guy again. So that's why they were interesting to have me. And uh, um, so at the end, I got a deal with Saryang uh, and also with GT, which is good. That's awesome. So from what I've heard, I think a little bit from you, I haven't heard the full details, but you're going to do some stuff in the U.S. with them, representing them and stuff obviously through Europe. Yeah. Um, so... I'll always be wearing the same jersey, which is nice. Uh, they're, they're not going to be like a team jersey, a club jersey. So it's going to be the GT jersey all the time. And uh, when I'm going to be in France and Europe on the Euro Cup, French Cup, so that will be for the club. And I have also a budget like to, to go race in the US, which is nice. And, That's um, solid, yeah. So I will still be the same. I'll still be riding for, the, for my club, but also for GT and representing them like yeah around the world dude that's so sick i love how in france the club like the club sponsor pros i think that's awesome yeah they, we are lucky because it's not just you have a club it's uh they support you they pay yeah. you they they want to have like big names in the team so at the end of the year they can win the the team championship yeah and i think it just brings more money for them in the club every year and that's uh that's why they all that's what they all try to do and it's pretty cool that's like, so it's like the constructors' championship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I knew exactly what you were thinking. <laughs> Got to win that constructors. That's where all the big money is. I know you're basically like fucking Lewis Hamilton and Toto Wolf over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Tell us. So was it awkward, kind of having to uh, kind of talk to, to Rich at Tangent? Because I know, like, he's such a cool guy, but whenever it comes to these kind of situations, I've, I get a little bit awkward. Like, I'm not experienced in it. Was it this, do you have that feeling? It, it, was, it, was, it was so tough, to be honest. It was yeah. really hard. Um, be, like, the relationship that I have with Rich is not just – it was not just my boss. It was just not business. It was friends and family. And so that's why it was hard and it was a tough decision. Um, I had to think for, for a few days before to really be like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. I wasn't sure till the moment that I called the guy and say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys. I go with, with GT. But yeah, it took me a week to really think about it and make sure it was a good thing to do. Yeah, it was hard. It's, it's, like a, it's like a breakup whenever you like split Kind up. of, yeah. It's <laughs> a breakup that you don't want to do. It's just, <laughs> yeah, you, have, like, you have to do it, but you don't want to do it. You think you're like whatever you have to split with a coach or a sponsor. You like think about exactly what you're gonna say, and there's just no easy way to say it. You just no easy way. It's like, so hard. You're like in your mind. You're like, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> exactly. And then you're like, oh, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> it's happening. Holy shit, it's happening. They're like, well, there's no turning back now. No turning back. Too late now. 
Yeah, it's good though. Like it, it's good for personal growth, I think, too, to go through that. And I don't know, sometimes just a change is good too. Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, that's what I was thinking too. It just, I love like to have a new challenge. It's just, yeah. it drives me. So um, even more in like this kind of year, we had nothing happening, like nothing. So it's just something new, new, like new everything. I changed pretty much everything. Only like I just kept my shoes and the gloves. That's all I have the same on my bike and the cranks. That's it. So everything is different. Um, new kit and then yeah it's it's gonna be good it's good good challenge and uh, i'm excited and bmx we're not obviously we always say this we're not a big money sport you got to do what you got to do for yourself to to get through make a few bucks and you, you at the end of the day you had to do it let's just go like that um yeah, but you were able you were able to ride the bike how was it how did it feel was it way stiffer than all the other bikes just like way stiffer well you know me james you know <laughs> what i think about the bike so it's just for me all the same yeah. yeah, it's all the same. It's just, just a bike. Um, it's, the bike is actually a bit different because the, um, the top tube is bigger. I used to ride a 22 and that's a 22.5. So that's the only thing that's different. Um, but at the end, it's just a bike and, and I like it. Like, I like it the same as I like my, my old bike and, and everything. So yeah, if you're fast, you're fast. So it doesn't matter what bike <laughs> you, you're riding. That's yeah, pretty true. You always seem like a guy that, from what I know, is just like whatever he has, he'll ride it, he'll race it, you'll you'll do it fast. It's no big deal. Just ride it. Yeah. I was I was trying my bike. I had no car. I was just no carbon frame or nothing, and I was totally fine. We had a little glitch out there. Things were getting a little bit frozen. Yeah, you're back. I'm back. Oh, that's the. F- well, Tori, we have the Wi-Fi now, but it's, the Wi-Fi is not really good. Oh, you have, you have to get it from the velodrome anymore. No, you don't, you don't need to get it from the velodrome. It's from the cube. Yeah, about time. Yeah, about time, but it still sucks. Are most of the guys in, uh, in Paris right now? Uh, yeah, everyone's there. Everyone that lives, that lives here all the time is, is here right now. How many Starbucks have you guys gone to in the, in the town this past week? We, we can't. It's, everything is closed. All the restaurants and stuff. So they're all the only, the only place I have coffee is here. The RM100 Cafe right there. Everyone, great latte art. I feel you like every BMX is the same espresso machine. We all have the same. Yeah. It's obviously yeah. We're, we're on a low budget. We need a, we need a, a tight space. It's not, <laughs> not, not really option. We want to do make, we want to make good coffee. We don't want to spend 2,000 grand for a coffee machine. That's <laughs> yeah. what we do. I was, I was like, did you guys see Graf's fucking coffee setup? Oh, it's that's a coffee level. shop. Like, that's a real coffee that's shop. Unbelievable. That, how much is that? That must cost a few grand, that setup. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But it's, yeah, it's amazing. It's I, think amazing. His, I think his grinder alone costs more than our machine. Oh, twice a machine. <laughs> <laughs> twice. I mean, 500 bucks for this Breville is already pretty steep for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Well, uh, you got anything else for Remain, James, or should we let him go? Uh, one last question, Ron. What's, what's the plan moving forward for next year? I think I know things are still up in the air. We're still waiting on World Cup schedule. Um, USA BMX stuff is out. What do you got planned? Do you know it? Yeah. There's, there's this little race called the – there's this little race in Tokyo next year. Are you trying to go there? Or what's the <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my best to go there. That's still the plan. So we'll see when we have uh, the, um, the next World Cup, if we're racing and where we're racing and when. 
but in the meantime, um, I'll try to go to the US. Uh, get the, I got the, what do you call that? The NIE, NEI? I don't know. Some kind of like athlete an, exemption, right? Yeah, yeah exemption. Yeah, yeah. I just got it today, so I'm allowed to travel to the, to the US in the, within the next 30 days. So a lot of chances that I'm leaving uh, as soon as possible, which means like in, in five days. <laughs> Loki's um, bags are packed in the back. Like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm actually packing right now. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll, check, I'll check the weather in Paris for the next 10 days, and it's just rain and five degrees, so I don't want to stay here. Sounds like here, yeah. No, so, yeah, I think I'm going to leave pretty soon, and I'll be racing Phoenix for sure, and I don't know how long I'll stay then, but that's the plan for now. I just, yeah. I think I need some to race and do some stuff and not just training and wait till we have World Cup, if we have World Cup. You got to get side to get an exemption somehow, meet you in, meet you in the U.S. Well, yeah, that's what we're trying to do, but it looks like it's almost impossible to get out of there. Uh, they're really strict in Australia. Um, they are living like normal. So, um, yeah, I know it's so, so hard to get out of there and for me to get there, it's impossible. So, <laughs> yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, we have some work up soon so I can see her. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's tough. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Well, shit, bro. It was good to, uh, good to chat to you. I miss you. Yeah, it's good to see you. I miss you guys. Hope I'll see you sooner. Yeah, yeah hope I'll you. Hope Thanks I'll see for you coming soon. on, bro, man. No problem. Pleasure. Romain Mayu, everybody. Romain Mayu, what a guy. He's yeah. gonna, I hope he wins the World Cup soon. You think he's bound to, hey? His speed and all, all that, he's bound to. He's been fast enough to win a few by now. Yeah, honestly, I think he is too. He's yeah. like from the outside, that pull he has from the outside. Like he's put it together now a few times. Um, few smaller races, so he's got it. It's, it's just a matter of time to me. He was so fast in Shepparton earlier this year. Gosh, man, his speed from the outside is so much yeah. pull down the straight, like the later part of the straightaway. It's insane. Same with, uh, I mean, obviously in Paris too, but um, yeah. Oh, man, how hard. He should have won in Paris. The speed he had in Paris was next level. The first year in Paris, for sure, too. Yeah. He uh, looked like, 18? yeah, he looked like he had like unmatchable speed down the first straight and then he was just effortless around the rest of the track. Yeah, I think it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, definitely is. But did you see, speaking of which, I mentioned there, but did you, did you see the Graph Coffee setup? It's fucking outrageous. It, is. it looks, like, looks like a full-on roasting, like, cafe in his kitchen. <laughs> That's a good way to explain it because it's probably what it is. Yeah, he's got probably the works. I bet you he's roasted his own beans. Do you think he's roasted? I think he's roasted his own beans before. It, it looks like one of the roasting machines. That, it looks like the roasting machine that C-Market Coffee has here. Honestly, though, well... I think we're talking about his grinder, but it, it's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. It's How much insane. does the whole setup cost? Five grand? Well, okay. I'm thinking he's got the rocket. He, uh, I don't know how much it is, but I'm going to throw the rocket as like $1,000. I think the rocket's like between three and five. Oh, really? I think so. Okay. Let's, like th let's throw the rocket at three then. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking the grinder, 1500 at least. At least? 1500 maybe two grand? So we're looking at like a uh, five thousand dollar, five to six grand setup there. I'd say. Imagine but it's what like, else you could buy five grand with besides fucking coffee. Like you could imagine if you put five grand in like a high interest savings account, or just put it in, in put it in like mutual funds and just let it ride. <laughs> 
but you wouldn't get the enjoyment. He's even got the knockbox built in to the tabletop. Like that is that is well done. That countertop, the coffee counter, well done. No, it's a badass setup for sure, but it's like you know it's just fucking coffee, right? Like it's a drink. <laughs> <laughs> like I love coffee for sure. And have an espresso machine, yeah, but like it is just a drink at the end of the day. Like it's just a drink. It is. I, I guess it is, but I mean, like, I'm like, I guess I'm part more way to his level of like, I want it more than I want my, my, my five grand in stocks, but that could be, you know, this would be a great time to invest that money in stocks instead of a coffee machine. hundred percent. hundred percent. I'm putting towards a down payment on a house. How about that? <laughs> a couple mortgage payments. How about that? Tyler Brown says $2,500 for a rocket. I just saw that pop up there. So, uh, but yeah, we're looking at a, we're looking at a five to six grand, probably a whole setup there. I don't know how much that table costs, but it's a lot of money. A lot of money. It is a lot of money, but it, I mean, it is one hell of a setup, but that is, that is a lot of money. Yeah. Um, before we get into the second kind of half of the show here, T, um, do you like it when tracks get their timing and scoring, scoring done in a, in a quick and efficient manner? I mean, I definitely don't hate it. You definitely don't hate it. Well, no. guess what? If you go to motosheets.com, you can get a timing and scoring system made easy. And you know what? You might not want it personally, but your track does. Because when they have a race, they want all that timing and scoring done efficiently, quickly, easily, you name it. So hit up our friends. Hit up the Webster family at motosheets.com. And you know what? Just tell them Coffee Chatter sent them or sent you. I don't think you'll get a deal. But, hey, they might treat you better because you're a chatty. Yeah, they might. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll hook you up a little bit. You never know. Maybe get some free swag. Maybe get a bottle out of it. You never know. Um, they got yeah. an app coming out soon, too. Don't know when that's happening. We got a touch base. But, hey, motorsheetstop.com, guys. Get yours today. Baby. So, there's no UCI Supercross schedule coming out next year. But, or, that, was, that was just terrible wording. There hasn't been a schedule that's come out yet. Okay, yep. There we go. So, you imagine you guys are just training in January and all of a sudden, all right, guys, we're going to, we're going to Turkey next month. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something, eh? Time to peak. All right, guys. Time to go fast. We'll have a race next month. I'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> it, it, it might be something like that. Not Maybe not that extreme, but I could see it being somewhat last minute. I think so. Um, I, I think you're right. I think there's been rumors flying around within the BMX world. Nothing public, nothing official. But I think you're right with the world still still changing drastically. You know, it's still fluid and unprecedented fluid situation <laughs> i think yeah countries are changing the restrictions are changing so it might be like hey like this place couldn't have it next month but hey this country can have it so we need to go here so we're gonna have a world cup i think you're right it could happen like that yeah i've heard rumors of turkey and and one in germany too which would be pretty sick i'm i'm down to go to both they're new places it's by the sounds of it the rumors that i've heard too yeah it's new places how can we be mad with new places Turkey's where, um, isn't that where Eddie and Thomas went to like a few months ago? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so I think I asked, I can't remember who, which I asked maybe Thomas. Mm-hmm. I think maybe when we had Thomas on the show, I asked him. Yep. And he said it's, it's really cool there and stuff, really safe and everything. I'd be super stoked to go to Turkey. Same. A new place, yeah. new country. I think it'd be cool. awesome to experience. By the sounds of it, they got some money if they're building that track, having him and Eddie out there to test it. I bet you the track's great. Yeah, definitely beats going to Zolder. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely beats going to the same place to beat it oh all year long. Uh, can someone just light Zolder on fire for me, please? <laughs> Tori does not I want to see it. But I just, yeah, I'm, I'm over going there. We've He's been there tired. so many times that 
I was yeah. having a laugh with Joris like uh, before the Grands actually when he came out to um, when he was at where was I riding again? Or no, where was I riding? Bellflower. Bellflower. Thank you. Lost it there for a second. Anyways, and we were joking that like we'd be very much okay if they just threw a World Cup in Argentina again. Like you know what? We've hated on going to Argentina. Don't care. I'd go there right now. Like I've said, it is the safest place in the world right now. <laughs> no, COVID can't get there. It's There's too far. There's no way COVID is in Delaware. <laughs> no, no, it's not COVID, possible. No chance it's there. It can't be. It's impossible. We're the only flight that flies there every year. So there's no way. <laughs> so funny. I'd be not. I'd actually be down to go to Del Estero again. Why not? Yeah, honestly, at this point, we need races. So why not? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Um, I, I know. That was the world's next year. So yeah. Anyway, what? Um, speaking of tracks, and because you said Turkey, I thought I'd bring up this this point that I told you. It's not a Sylvan social check-in just yet, but um, I saw that this Uzbekistan is building a, a Supercross track. Where the where is Uzbekistan? Like it's I, in the Middle East, but I don't know exactly where. Let me look it up. Yeah, look it up. Um, Uzbekistan. Quite funny that there it is because it's like there's snow. Oh, I think the phone line might have been ringing. Anyways, no, it, no, it can't be. Anyways, um, if it was, call back. I missed the call. Anyways, it's snowing on the track. It looks cold as balls there in Uzbekistan. Where is it? No, is the phone working? It must be. I think somebody just called it. I just missed it. So call back again. My apologies. We were chatting. Uzbekistan is, is between Turkmenistan and Kazakhstan. Boy, that'd be cool to go there. Wouldn't that be something, hey? Yeah, that's pretty cool. I saw some people hating in the comments um, about why they're putting a Supercross track in a place like this, why they're spending money on it. I, I was a little surprised by the comments. I mean, if, if a place like this is just getting a track in general, I mean, like, we should be stoked they're putting in a Supercross track. That could create us to go there. Yeah. Anyways, live caller. Here we go. You are live on Coffee Chatter. Who are we talking to? What's up? It's Cam, yo. Cam. <laughs> Cam, 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 Cam. Cam, Cam, boy, are we glad you called. <laughs> Cam, Cam, Cam. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Good. What are you doing? I'm good. I'm hanging in there. We, we have some, so we have some, just something to discuss with you, Cam. Uh, we thought we'd do this live on air. Let the people hear it. Um... Let the people decide. Let the people decide if we're scumbags for saying it or if uh, they want to hate on you. They're going to have to pick a side here. Oh, dang, dude. This is kind of my anxiety going right now. Let's hear it. All right. I'll, I'll explain the situation. Cam, being an awesome friend, awesome, awesome coffee chatter guy, a chatty, if you will. He's a chatty. He, he sent us a package, a gift. Um, this was probably like two months ago. He asked for our address to send us a gift. And very much accepted the gift. We're not going to say no to a gift. Are you crazy? We're not going to say no. We get, we get the gift. Uh, actually, I wasn't here. My parents had got the gift for us and ended up having to pay $50 in duty charges when the, when the package arrived. Oh, bro. I, I'm going to be for real with you. I honestly kind of thought you were kidding. But so originally when I got that, like, case is free, obviously. Like, I, like I'm sponsored. And... Like I sent that out and like tracking on that was like a hundred dollars something. It was like close to a hundred and like it was pretty. pretty. See now, but, now you're already starting to make make me feel bad about even bringing it up on air. <laughs> <laughs> so like, the, we didn't know what the package was. So at the time, I mean, you're always going to accept the package. Of course, you're going to accept the package. You're going to accept For the sure. package. 
But of course, you package. When, when we opened up the package. Here's the bottom line. We shouldn't pay for a gift. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we shouldn't pay $50 for a gift. Oh, I, I mean, obviously, there was no intention for, like, it's a gift. You shouldn't have to pay. I agree. But there was no intention of, I didn't think you guys would have to pay. I didn't, I didn't think so. <laughs> we should not have to pay for our gift. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta let the people decide we gotta let the people decide james what do you think well here's the thing also i mean like i don't i can't really get mad at cam because this, you, when you, our borders right now when you send something it sucks you never know what's going to happen yeah. um and what if what if this gift was not what it was what if it was something different what if it was well the gift guys it was energy drinks by a company that uh we're not really sure how to pronounce it so we're not going to say it <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. so we got a box of energy drinks and neither we're not, we're not energy drink people, but coming from Cam, you know he's an energy drink guy, supported by this company. I don't know. Sorry, I, sorry. Yeah, I don't know what to do with these energy drinks now. Should we're we start? Stuck at an it seems like. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, jeez. Cam, what, what do you think? I don't. I mean, the gift came from the bottom of my heart. I love you guys. You guys are pretty cool. But what, whatever you guys do with them, so be it. But, uh. I, it still blows my mind that you guys had to pay 50 for it. I think it was actually like 36. I think I said 50 because when we were chatting, I think you said something about $50. That's besides the point, though. <laughs> Anyways. So Cam, do you think we should have to pay the $36, or do you think you should pay the $36? Wait, say that one more time. I'm so sorry. Do you think we should have to pay the $36, or should you pay the $36? Uh, I mean, I paid like, I don't know, it'd be a little 50 action if you ask me here. So those energy drinks are probably the best that you'll ever get. I mean, I know the coffee that you guys have is good, but, you know, the, the caffeine in those drinks makes a little bit better. But I, that, I just, I don't know, like, I guess I'll pay it if you really want me to, but the, uh, like the thing for it and everything like expensive, so. <laughs> See, I what can't. Do you think, James? We gotta look at this objectively here. I can't. I can't do it. I can't go through. I can't go through with forcing him to pay for it. I can't do it. So we. I so we have to pay for a gift. I, it's dumb. I feel like okay. Here's the problem. Some, someone gives you a gift on Christmas and says, "Oh, here's my gift. Give me thirty-six bucks." Yeah, but what if you don't know? I, I'm, I, I feel bad, Cam. If he's honest, he didn't know. He didn't know we were going to get charged. If you don't know, no, I, I. I truly didn't know, and I, I don't know. I think Canada, I think Canada's like, yo, like, if you want to receive this gift, like, you got to pay up. Like, you got to pony up. But we didn't know what the gift was. <laughs> there was a gift. We don't know what the gift was. I basically, my parents basically had to take a gamble and be like, we're going to accept this package and hope it's something that's really fucking good to be paying $36 <laughs> of duty really for. <laughs> Do you, like, so when you guys, do you guys get many, I'm assuming you guys get many gifts, you guys are cool people, but when you guys do, do you guys usually pay, like, from, or do you guys, like, pay, like, is this the first time you ever paid? Uh, you have to pay duty. It depends how much the value of the product you're looking, isn't it? 
Well, normally, I if I I don't buy stuff outside of Canada if I don't have to. So then we don't have to pay duty, obviously. If I do buy things in the U.S., normally I try to ship it to a postal box I have in the U.S., but I can't get to the postal box because it's across the border and I can't drive across the border to go to the postal box. A little when bit you filled the thing out, Cam, did, it, did, it, did the post office say how much it was worth or the value of it? Mm, no. Like, when I was doing everything, she was like – how much is this? And I was like, I, and I truly don't know because like I, I did things differently than everybody else does. So it's just like, I Twitter was free. Like it seriously was free. I'm so wrapped up. Right. Did you open it? That's weird. Cause like when we send stuff to the U S it asks if it's a gift or the value of it. No. Yeah. The lady didn't even care. It was like, she wanted to know how much it weighed and like, she did ask to give value, and I was like, I don't know, it's free. Or and then I, then she was like, well, check online, and I was like, sure. So I checked, and quite honestly, like, she didn't care enough. Like, I told her, and, and it was expensive, but it was it was a weird, it was weird. Like, not expensive. She just puts two hundred dollars. <laughs> I I don't know what she put, but I can tell you that she didn't care, and she was like, okay, whatever. I found a solution. I found a solution, Cam. It's gonna include you, and it's gonna include us. Everybody's gonna, it's going to be a win-win for everybody, all right? <laughs> You're going to contact the, the, uh, the brand that, that is this company of energy drinks. Maybe they want to sponsor the show for a couple, an episode or two, maybe more. And then maybe we don't have to Oh, pay. I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah, they can sponsor the show for a show. Maybe, maybe they sponsor the show, and then Cam doesn't have to pay for it. We pay for it, but we got a new sponsor on the show. You never, how, how about that? Do a one-off. Yeah, I mean, I try. I'll see. I'll see what happens. <laughs> You know, all we can ask for is an attempt, really, in this situation. Yeah. You know what? At the end of the day, though, Cam, we appreciate the gesture. That was really nice of you to send it. We do appreciate it, Cam. Thank you for the gesture. We love giving you a hard time, though, bud. Yeah, this is great. I will will try the energy drink. Dude, they're good. I I, say I'm addicted, dude, so they're good. In my note, in my stickers. Oh, yeah, they're in there, too, actually. It's in a pile, but, yeah, they're in there, too, I saw. Tori's going to put one somewhere. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. It's got one of his little one of his little Cam Bramer stickers. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> Put one over top of my bed so I just wake up and look at <laughs> your face. Oh, <laughs> uh, classic. Oh, uh, thanks for calling in, Cam. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, I, I always enjoy these. I always enjoy watching uh, you guys and listening to you guys. So keep it. Hey, and uh, I was thinking too at. You know, a counter, you guys pay it off, but you guys come to like my home track national, which is South Park, and you guys can stay with me. So I feel like, you know. So we have all the energy drinks we want. Dave. <laughs> all of them. All of them. <laughs> I have stacks on stacks. I can imagine. Sounds like a great deal. But thanks again, Cam. We appreciate it. Appreciate you listening all the time. And uh, yeah, it's always, it's always fun to have you call in. Yeah, we'll talk for to you sure. soon. All right. Yeah, for sure. Easy. Later, Cam. Peace. Let this let this be a lesson. Although gifts are appreciated, if it costs us duty, we're gonna sue you back to the stone age. <laughs> we're gonna shove that thirty six dollars right back where it came. came from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. Um, so speaking of the supercross series, if you could have an ideal supercross series, where would you put the stop? Safe. Oh, we got no color. <laughs> we do. Caller number two, you are live on air and coffee chatter. Who are we speaking with? 
Hello there. How are you doing tonight? Roger, is that you, buddy? Yeah. What's going on, Rog? How, how you been? Uh, doing all right. I'm in my first day of quarantine. Pretty happy with it. Tori's halfway through. He's, he's, he's working on it. Yeah, going a little crazy. What's yeah. up with you, dude? Not much. So, uh, you guys want to start a gambling site for BMX or a sports betting site? I mean, I mean, no, but talk to us about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, uh, low-key, I kind of do, but yeah. Yeah, low-key, it'd be cool, but yeah, what do you, that's kind of random, but I like it. Well, no, it was from our, from the Twitter stuff that you're posting about, I think it was oh. Connor or whatever. Someone was doing really good or whatever. Yep. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what, but what I, almost call, I almost called all those titles. You called all of them, you think? I mean, not that I it was difficult almost, to call. I, I almost called them. I'm still upset that Con Man got one. Who, did, is, who didn't you call? Didn't you call Con Man? No, you didn't like Con. No, I, I said anybody but Connor. Oh. Well, that was just a, that was just a bad gamble. Yeah. yeah that, was, that was dumb, man. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, it's one person against everybody from South America. Right? No, now you're talking about the pro open, <laughs> Roger. Oh, oh, shit. There was two races, right? There, no, Roger. There was one Grand. It was the Grand Nationals. The Grand Nationals? Yeah. Um, did you watch? You weren't there, were you, Roger? No. Legal did reasons. Watch? Did you watch? Uh... Tad bit. I saw Jay Smooth. You know, you ever wa- you ever played Mario Kart before? Yes, sir. I saw Jay Smooth get the golden star, and then the golden star disappear when he tried to blast that one guy into the first turn. Oh, the first main. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah it kind of sucked. He crashed, but Jay Smooth is running hot. I know. Too hot. Couldn't handle him. What was your favorite moment of the night? Seeing Cam Rimmer not win a title. <laughs> well, that's just that's just bringing negativity out of this Roger, super was, positive that show. Was, that was cold blooded, Roger. That's I mean, just under, under the table knife shot right there. <laughs> you just you just like went under the table and sawed his balls off. Right <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Roger, that was me. Cam's a friend of the show. But I mean, I think the what was it? Cole Cole Fredericks on Sean Day last turn punt or whatever, right? For the Emmett for the boys twenty inch title, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. That was that was a pretty good move. Yeah. Fair um enough. Roger, how do you feel feel about paying the thirty six dollars for us of import import fees for the gift from Cam? Can you pay it for us? How, how do you feel about uh, that? Roger's broke. Cause Roger got a new coach. So is that a no or <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> that's a no. Cause apparently Roger has a new coach. Who are you paying? Oh, yeah, Roger. Roger well, not yet, Roger. You said you're on a rugby team or something until the summer, you said. Uh, something like that. <laughs> All right, well, I know what's going on, but nobody knows what's going on behind the scenes. Big so, stuff's happening for Roger next year. Big stuff. Big stuff's happening. Big stuff. Double titles. Going to do a camera. I couldn't do and actually won two titles in one year. All right, that's the second time you're throwing a friend, a chatty, <laughs> under the bus here, okay? We're going to have to have I'm a head-to-head head race-off. I think they just come out of nowhere to full-on just <laughs> out, of the, <laughs> out of the rafters, right? I'm just coming out of the rafters for this one. I mean, the weather's nice today. Fuck Cam Brammer. <laughs> like, he was nice enough to send us a gift, Roger. 
Yeah. Um, anyway, Roger, Roger, thanks for calling in, buddy. It's good to talk to you again, as always. Yeah, I'll probably hit you guys back up in a couple months. Just kind of fly under that radar. No, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Thanks for calling in, Roger. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye bye. Later. All right. So we're we're talking we're talking favorite super, your ideal five supercross stops. I guess it's always four, right? No five. five no five. Can... We've had five the past few years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's ten. Five. Um, ideal five. This is a really great question. Hmm. Are we talking like does the does the uh, weather of the area count? Like, if I want to pick Sweden, do I, I have to take into every, account the weather? Yeah, we're not in the hypothetical fantasy world where we're going to go to Sweden with no wind. Okay, what if I wanted to say Norway, that indoor race back in the day? <laughs> yeah, yeah, those all count. Yeah, you can do all those, yeah. It's okay. just like the place as is. You can't, like, alter weather. Okay, I'm going to choose places I haven't been. Um, can I go not in order, though? I don't know the order, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with it not in order. Do whatever the fuck you want. All right, Papendal. <laughs> Papandal, we're going there. Yep. We are. Where, oh, where are we going? We're going to Medellin. Yeah. Yep. Supercross track there. We're going there. Yeah. Uh, we are going to Chula Vista. I like it. Yep. We're going to Chula Vista. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shoot. What else do you want to go? You know what? We're going to Argentina. <laughs> we're going to Del Estero. That's number four. <laughs> You going to Abbotsford? Um, no, screw that. I'm not going to. And, hey, we're going to Toronto. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd go to Toronto, even though a turn suck and the track needs re-upping. But that facility is fantastic. I love that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there we go. My five. What's, right. what's your five? We're going, uh, we're going to Brisbane. Oh, yeah, good one. Even 100%. Though... We've we're, we're got to go to Australia. Australia is awesome. We've got to go to Australia. Yep. Um, we're going to Fréjus, France, southern France. Okay. Oh, that was going to be on mine. I, I that one was so good. We're going. We're going to. Uh, we're going to Medellin. We're going back to Medellin. Okay. We're good going. Uh, uh, we're we're going to Norway. Yeah, yeah. That one. Nor yeah, Norway World Cup. That was sick. We're going yep. there. That was potentially be on my list. Yep. And we're going to Papandal. Papandal. Papandal is just a staple. It doesn't matter how quotation mark boring that place is the track whatnot like it's the best place racetrack to have the race to have a world no, cup. And the crowds the crowds like cool and stuff and yeah it's good you can't uh, not have a papandal race unfortunately i couldn't i don't know i couldn't fit chula vista in there for some reason even though i love chula vista which chula vista would you have i would have the rio track just rebuild it okay yep just re. ideally the 2013-14 track okay I know but, nowadays it'd be too small, um, but I would love to have the Chula Vista Beijing 2020-2011, like, ages of the track, yeah. Maybe cool. Never got to race those big first-rate jumps, so that would have been a cool, cool one yeah. to do. That's, that's where I'm going, I think. I like it. I like the choices. I like those ones. Those are good. Um, yeah. we, got, we got Afro Bob in here saying, Woodward East. Okay, bro. It's funny. <laughs> I was just on the Mosquitoes Instagram today looking at his videos, and he posted a video of Bob winning a, a moto or a semi or something at Woodward East. Oh, really? I watched Bob today at Woodward East, yeah. That's funny crazy. Is that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. You see the next note? I'm just looking uh, at it now. Yeah, should we get – I got a social media check-in quickly. Just to, It's a comment. Oh, we do, let's do true and false, too, after that. Okay, quick social media check-in. Um, saw a post from Derek Betcher on Facebook, and I'm only saying that this, this whole social media check-in is just because it gave me a laugh. 
he was talking about how he got home from the Grands, and because he was wearing a mask, he didn't have that Tulsa lung, as people say. Yeah. Um, so he's like, it was it was great, whatever. Um, I, th- I think he was saying something about COVID. He was thinking he was asking who else was feeling the same, blah, blah, blah. I, I can't remember yeah. the whole thing. I should have read it more. But then below that, the first comment I read that was popped up was from Brooke Crane, and it says something about, uh, yeah, actually, I got a call, and like four people I know have COVID. <laughs> Oh shit! Really? <laughs> Something like that, and it was like a nice like. I don't know. I would consider it a positive post about the grands and whatnot. And um, I think he was asking like if anybody else got sick, or whatever, trying to post that like USABMX did a great job hosting the event. And everyone, all of us, are probably wondering like who out there got COVID from going to the grands. We don't know because no one's really going to post about it. And then I saw that and I had a laugh. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. Hope I mean, hopefully no one, but I mean, realistically, I'm sure there's people who did, but um. Yeah, hope they're hope they're gonna be okay. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about this today. Do you think an elite could win? An elite, say, say an elite man. Think he could win without going to the gym? He could do any other training he wants, but he can't go to the gym. Okay, I got a lot of questions to determine this. A lot of questions to determine. It. Um, is this pro? Is this person an elite? This pro? Do they? Are they already? You always, you always do this. You want so much background <laughs> info. I need to make an educated guess. I can't just rhyme with Schmoner Schmiel. <laughs> I mean, like, are we talking about somebody that's already been a winner on the tour or somebody that's coming up and just can never use the gym? Someone who's already an elite and who's fast. Yes. Uh, yes, they could win a, an elite race. They could. They'd have to do a lot of other things, but they could, yeah. I'm thinking no. You don't think Although so? Although Nick, Nick proved it back in the day you could, but that was 10 years ago, say. Yeah. Are we talking... I don't know many days if you could. I don't think you could. Are we talking World Cup or are we talking ABA? Both. Both. Yeah. I mean... Like, you, like not a rinky-dink home little race. Like, you could win on, like, a USA BMX or Euro Round or World Cup. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think they could without any gym. I think it'd be really tough because, yeah, you're going to lose a lot of strength over time. Um everyone that's winning is strong as shit. <laughs> like be an incredible experiment. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, it would it be really hard to do for somebody like to get somebody to do that? But yeah, it would. You, you might be able to, cause if you really wanted to work on strengths, like you could just go to the velodrome and just do huge ass gear sprints and it'd just be specific strength instead of strength in the gym. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You, you might be able to, you could do so much stuff with changing gears and sprints and stuff. You could do so many different things. You'd have to, you'd be on the bike a lot. Like, oh boy, would you ever! <laughs> instead of doing like a gym session and sprints throughout the week, blah blah blah, you'd be like, okay, we're doing massive gear sprints this morning, small gear this afternoon, going to the track. Okay, now we got to go back on the bike, uphill stuff. Like, yeah, you got to do a shit ton of stuff. I think you could still be fast, but I don't. I don't think you could win. No, no way. What do you think? Like, theoretically, are you just are you just losing because you're losing all the strength? Is that why you think that? You're not going to be your your neuromuscular system isn't going to be stimulated the same way. You're not going to like. You're not going to improve. You're not going to improve. Like your your neuromuscular system isn't going to adapt and, yeah, like it's just you. It won't happen. You're not going to be able to build explosive power or strength or different things you can build in the gym that you can can't on the bike. I would say. Yeah. Okay. I don't know who we could get to do this experiment. Stimulate yourself. That's the word I was looking for. What if you could do this like a. Is it an isometric stimulation? Yeah, I, I don't. It's not really the same thing. No, no. 
That's more of a feeling, would you say, or no? I mean, I think it's, it is similar, but it's not the same load. It's not the same intensity. It's not the same stimulation. I don't think, yeah, you wouldn't be able to. Okay. Although you could, guys could win doing gym and no sprints. But yeah. it wouldn't be, wouldn't be that big of a deal, I think. Because every time you go on the track, you sprint. Yeah, that's true, I think, too. And, like, yeah. A lot of the times when you're mid-season, you're not doing that many sprint sessions. Like, it changes. Things change all the time. You do your bike, and then you do sprints on the track. Yeah, if you just did gym and sprint and track work, you think you'd be fine. You could just, if you really wanted to, you could change different gears on the track and stuff. But you probably don't need to do sprints to, be, to win. Yeah. I wonder who we could get to try this one. <laughs> I think there's a lot of guys actually who don't do that many sprints off the track and do most of it on. But to somebody to do no gym at all, that would be tough to do. <laughs> who wants to do it in an Olympic year? We need a participant. <laughs> That'd be nuts. Robert says he'll volunteer. So then, or he will? Afro Bob. He said he'll volunteer. Uh, I already smoked him at Abbotsford, so no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to worry about it. That is me. All right, should we do true and false? Yeah, I'm currently looking for my old true and false. Or I wrote some down for last show, but I can't find them right now, and it's, this is bad. Well, we, you got to just wing it then. Let's start. Let's have at it, baby. God damn it, God damn it, God damn it, God damn it. Ah, crap. Are you sure? I'm really yeah. bad at this. You just got to go for it. Then. Where? Or we can just, we can just skip it all together then. No, I, I like it, but like I should have. I wrote it down. I had it. I had notes. All right, well, let's just go then. You got to think of something on the spot. Damn it. Okay, fine. Let's just wing it. Let's see how good I do. All right. Intro. Oh, crap. See, I'm not even, I'm not even prepared one no, little bit. Over there. I'm all over the map right now, okay? It's just really frustrating. Okay. <laughs> I'll let, right. me, let me start because I have one in my head, and then I'll just go from there. All right, go for it. I once dropped your toothbrush in the toilet at a race. True. Ah, that's false. <laughs> I was going to be like, what? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was thinking you probably want that to be false so bad. How is this just coming out now? <laughs> that was, that's, a really, that's actually a really good one. Thanks. I thought it was a good one. Yeah. That's one of the ones I had written down somewhere, but I can't find it, so. All right. At the old rate at the Manchester World Cups, Liam had a trap bar with a bunch of weights in that private room beside the hill, and he would do a stim lift before the uh, races, like the day of, the morning of. The morning of. Um. Oh, I could totally see him doing that, but I uh, no, I don't think I think it's false. Yeah, it's false. Yeah. yeah okay, that's false. Yeah. It, I could see it happening, but I just couldn't couldn't see it happening. I remember PH saying one day, he's like, I wonder if they're doing that. <laughs> It'd be interesting, though. I know, it? yeah. Shit. I'm still looking for my things, hoping I would find it by now, but I didn't. No, you just, you gotta, just go for it. Okay. Um, I once had a flat tire. Oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, say it again. Say no, it. I don't know. I don't even know what I was saying. Humor me. All right. I once had a flat tire before the first round of the World Cup. But Adam just pumped it up the bottom of the hill, and I still made it around and qualified. Hmm. <laughs> don't look at the camera that much. I don't know if this is um, – yeah, probably true. I think it's false, actually. It might have happened. I don't really know, but I think it's, I, it's false in my head. It, I, it, can, it might not have happened to you, but I've definitely done that. 
people have had this happen multiple times where you yeah. just I mean, yeah. If you, don't, if you don't have time and it's a slow leak, fuck, just pump it up. Didn't you do that in like Papandal or something? I might have. I've had a lot of weird things happen in Papandal. A lot of cramping issues, a lot of pumping issues. Um, it could have. <laughs> Very well could have. All right, next one. BMX Live TV is planning on hosting actual like BMX shows to expand content in the Middle East. Ooh. Um, no, that's false. You went way too in depth. Yeah, but that was really believable. Yeah, it? it was. It was very believable, but it's just there's too much. No. Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, good one. All right, go ahead. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> All right. I, I got nothing. You're putting me on the spot, and I'm so nervous. Hey, I'm like you panicking. Just off the cuff it. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, give me a topic. Just give me, pick a topic. I'll think of something true or false. BMX. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, I've once changed the angle of my handlebars four times, three times before the beginning of a race in the same day. False. That's probably true. I think it's true. <laughs> I've changed my handlebars way too many times. I did it at the track. <laughs> so at Bellflower when I was there. I was doing something with my handlebars. I changed it before practice just because I was like, oh, I feel like they need to be forward more. I did one lap of practice, went back to the car, put them back to where they were and continued practicing. I don't know why. I'm just an idiot and I just did it, but yeah. Once at a World Cup, Adam put the wrong tire size on my rear wheel and I didn't realize until after the race weekend. Ooh, 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 ooh. I, I think this is true. I think it happened. I think I remember something about this, but... You, yeah, you didn't realize until you got home or something, right? True. You're asking me. You're asking me. <laughs> right? No, it happened. It right? happened. It's true. No, it's true. That happened. Yeah, it's true. And like Papa in 2016, he put, I think I gave him 175 and a 185, meaning put the 185 on the front, the 175 on the back. And he mixed it up. So he put the 175 on the front and the 185 on the back. And I didn't notice until I got home I put, and I looked at my bike and I was like, Wait a minute, why the fuck do I have a 185 on the back? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. Classic. Um, still been looking for my notes. Still not there. Uh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. I once drank so much water and Gatorade trying not to cramp that I puked it out a lap right after the lap. I mean, this is probably true, yeah. Yeah, this one's true. I was down in jugs of water and Gatorade in Argentina one year, just trying not to cramp in the heat. Finished my lap, was about to start cooling down. I was like, nope, can't do this. Went to the bathroom, puked it all out, and just continued on with my day. Seriously? Yeah, I was just so much water and Gatorade in me that I just, yeah, stupid. But yeah, it happened. Once in a World Cup semi, my quad started cramping down the last straight while in a, down the last straight while in a qualifying position. <laughs> I know where this happened, and this happened in Rock Hill, and it's true. Did it? It actually happened in Papadell. Oh, okay. Why did I think? I, for some reason, I thought Rock Hill because I remember when you said you were so tired one time. You were oh, like straight legging. I don't know what happened that lap. You were just wet noodling it around out of the. Oh the my god! I thought I wasn't gonna. I thought I wasn't legitimately wasn't gonna make it to the finish line. <laughs> From the second turn, I thought I wasn't going to make it. You're like, I, I'm not going to make it to the line. I can't get there. I don't, I don't know what happened. Yeah, that was in 2016. We had the night race, right? 
2016. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. After the, after the O show. So, you know, we, they did it that year that you had like, you ran your motos and they had like an hour and a half, two hour break in the quarter. Yeah. So I don't know if I didn't warm up properly or what, but okay. I wasn't actually tired because we just ran three laps or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm leading the quarter and I jump into the second turn and I go to pedal out and I was just all of a sudden my legs just felt like bags of sand. <laughs> so you know, weird. It's like, you like, they're like, you're so tired and they're seizing. It's and just, I was like, holy fuck. You just, you know, it's happening. There's nothing you can do about it at that point. You're mid race. I was just holding on. And then to the finish line, I was just pedaling like a wet noodle. <laughs> and the weirdest thing, like after that lap, the semi in the main, I was fine. I wasn't like tired. I must have just not warmed up properly enough or something. I don't know. That's body's a weird thing, man. I don't I get know. It. So, it's weird. so weird. Like I've told you, I've had cramping stories like crazy. I had one of the cramping stories I had was in Argentina. Mid, mid in the gate call, I was cramping. My legs were locked, and I was trying to like squat it out mid call. Is that, is that the one where you didn't really gate? Yeah, I didn't. Really, I couldn't gate because I was my legs were cramping. But then yeah. halfway down the hill, as soon as I started getting going, it kind of went away, and I just went went on with my race and whatever. And, <laughs> no, no, I remember watching. I think because it was in the pre motos, right? Yeah, yeah, I was in the pre the yeah, quality yeah. day. Yeah, I, I think I was watching at the hotel, like on the computer, and I was like what the fuck's he doing? <laughs> Why didn't he gate? He's like, you didn't really gate. You kind of like half gated. I was like then... half squatted on my bike. Cause if I stood up straight, my legs would lock out. So I was trying to like half squat while they were cramping. And then like gate goes, and you're like, Oh, I gotta go. And then it's just, yeah. So I never actually had that situation where I'm cramping in the gate. Cause I didn't actually, I only cramped a few times probably. What, yeah. what, like, what are you thinking you're trying to do in that instance where your legs are locked? Like, are they, are they like straight locked or are they bent and locked or what's the, like, it's what's like, happening? so like if I stand up, they will like, if I stand up tall, they'll like, they'll, they'll cramp and like lock straight. And then if like, if I can like, I've had it so much, like it hurts. So I, I know what it's like and I just put up with it, but you yeah. just like bend your legs. You muscularly have to just bend your legs and you can feel them like grabbing and pulling, but it's better that than locked out straight. And like, to be honest, like if it doesn't uncramp, you're really fucked because I've had it in Papandale one year where I started walking up the back of the hill and this was actually the third quality mode of one of the days and they started cramping up the hill. So I got in the gate, they cramped. I raced down the first straightaway and like every pedal stroke, you could feel like tugging on your quads. And then yeah. once you jump in the air, when I was, this was in Papandale, when I jump in the air, my legs would lock out. I was doing like locked out airs. And I remember like I did it on the triple. <laughs> I jumped the triple into the first turn. Oh my God. Yeah. My freaking legs, like I nosedived into the first turn, but like in control kind of, if that makes any sense. And then yeah. I remember coming out of the turn, I was still in like fourth or fifth in this Qualimoto. Jumped the second, now it must've been a third or fourth. Jumped the second straight. And this is when there was the berm jump or the, the crossover in Papandale. And right before the crossover, I was like, this is too dangerous. Like I'm, I'm locking out every jump. I can't do this. And I think I rolled the crossover and thankfully there was a crash. I only went back to like fifth and I had to roll the rest of the lap and somehow still qualified for the next day. But it's like, you're, you're helpless out there. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. Like you and it's, it's so gnarly probably in that position because you're sitting in the gate literally. And all you're thinking about is when you stand up, you know, you're going to cramp. It's exactly what it is. Like you, yeah. there's nothing. Yeah. You're trying to like flush your legs out. You're trying to shake them. You're trying to stretch. And then as soon as that gate calls going and you have to go stand up, you're like, fuck. 
Boom. And everyone else just focus on a start. And that's just the fucking last thing on your mind. <laughs> you're not worried about it one bit. You're like looking around. People are focused and you're like panicking in your head. Like, fuck, what's going on? What's going on? Dude, it's straight survival mode. The guy's like, all right, here we go. And you're like, I, I literally can't. Fucking do this. <laughs> I literally can't. Like we can't, guys, we can't do this. I'm not ready. I can't that's do it. So shit. That's so, like happened to me once in Phoenix. It was the first race of the year. Mm-hmm. Like five years, like I think it was 2016. It was really hot. And before the semi, I was just trying to warm up. And every time I pedaled, like both quads would grab. And then. I would like bend over and my hamstrings would grab and I was like, fuck it. I'll just get in the gate and go for it. And luckily I didn't cramp, but it's weird. Like you don't cramp when you go, but you somehow do before sometimes. Yeah. And that's why it's gotta be something like with your nerve system, because it's like, yeah, Yeah. a lot of the times like, like there, like you just start going and all of a sudden it's gone. It's like, what, what just happened? I know it's a nerve. It's more at that point. It's more of a nervous system thing, I think. Or sometimes like if it's, if you change weather or if it's the first race of the year, your nervous system goes into a bit of shock and can cause cramping. It's not actually hydration. Yeah. Very um, weird. Yeah, yeah. It happened to me that one year at Poppin. I've done the last straight. I was in like second in the semi the first day and I was jumping, you know, those like peaked out little step ups and shit on the last straight. Yep. And I could feel my quads grabbing and I was like, no, <laughs> no, we cannot have this right now. Down Bessie. <laughs> Down Bessie. Not up in here. Not up in here. All day, you're in second on the last grade in a semi. You're going to make the main, your quads grab and just fucking nose pick over the bars. What? Like, it's so dangerous. That could very well happen. How pit? You're so close. <laughs> you are so close. <laughs> oh, that's absolutely brutal. That's yeah, brutal. it happens like, happens like Corbin cramps. I don't know if he still does, but he had a lot of problems with that, I think. Like, I remember at the World Cup in Abbasur, he cramped over the kink and flipped, flipped the bars. That was gnarly, hey? In the semi, yeah. Yeah. Talk about like random situation from terrible timing for it to happen. Holy smokes. Yeah. And it's not like our people see people cramp and just like, oh, just power through. It's like you can't, you can't power through cramping. And it's got nothing to do with being like tough or something. No. It just happens. Like you, you can't adjust it. It's not like a hurt arm, like a, a scrape or a sprain. No. It's like, it's not like that. So. <laughs> no, wasn't that first year we went to Rock Hill for the World Cup? Were <laughs> you walking up the hill and you start cramping and you're like, you said out loud, you're like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, here we go. <laughs> oh, it's so good because he. I know when it's coming. Like as soon as you start walking, you can feel it twitching and it wants to, it just, it's on the track and there it goes. Oh no, here we go. Well, <laughs> did someone look at you like, what the fuck? Probably. I, I, there's been some weird times where I've like been doing shit and like somebody looks over me and like, has been like, are you okay? I had somebody, I, some, I swear somebody did it to me race. They're like, are you okay, bro? And I was like, no, I'm not <laughs> like, I'm not okay. Like I'm cramping and we have to race. I'm not okay. No, I'm a fucking flight risk. <laughs> fucking flight risk. It's brutal. Um, I got um, I to say, speaking of cramps, so you know I always have Pedialyte, uh, the baby drink to have. There's a company yeah. out there now that makes a drink that's exactly what Pedialyte is in the same style bottle and everything, except it's for people that are hungover and it's not found in the baby aisle anymore. It's a new company. And I think that's hilarious. I'm, not, I'm surprised it hasn't come out sooner. Honestly, I am too. So many yeah. people drink it and they have to, yeah, it's just, I think a lot of people do at least. Great Pedialyte is delicious. I'm a blue raspberry guy myself. Um, yeah, yeah, blue yeah. raspberry is good too. Those are the two best ones, I think. So good. So good. Um, all right, we can do some uh, one words. Let's do it. Let's, uh, let's do it. These notes I do have. You want me to start or you want to start? I'll start. All right, go for it. Coffee. Delicious. 
I, have, uh, I had my first latte again from my home machine in three weeks. So good this morning. It made my morning. Oh, it is a treat, eh? I, I, was, in, I was on the Keurig for three months in Cali. My espresso hit different when I got home. Tell me. Seriously, though, right? Yeah. Yep. Side note, my cat's crying in the background. He wants dinner, and uh, he's going to have to wait. I'm just saying, music. This uh, Tondrick Davis, Music City, BMX in the house. I just said, what's up, Nashville? That's cool. Awesome. We have a lot of comments in the, uh, the chat here. It was very awesome. Uh, TB came in the chat. Afro Bob was in there. Um, Thunder Midget uh, was telling us a lot of different pointers and notes as we were going through, but we just never got to them. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks yeah. for uh, contributing in the chat. We see you guys in the chat. We appreciate it. Kyle Grass says, congratulations on, congratulations on retirement, James. Um, I'm not retired, but, you know, I appreciate you sending a thanks out, even though I'm not. Yeah, well, why does he think you're retired? Not really sure. Um, really Romain sure. Mayu. Big horse bro. Just an asshole, a really mean person. No, just an absolute dickhead. Bad friend. <laughs> <laughs> complete opposite, guys. Complete opposite. The only person I hate more is Sylvan. I hate that guy. Damn it, Tori, I'm not ready because we didn't play the exit music. And I hate that guy. I forgot, to play, the, I forgot to play the exit music, so I didn't one, switch. One more time, because seriously, though, Sylvan, fuck that guy. I hate that guy. I hate that guy. Um, next one. World Championship medals. Prestigious. Prestigious. Yeah, I was thinking about it today. I hadn't thought about, I mean, obviously, the, I have my World Championship silver medal framed here on my wall, so I walk past it every day. But I haven't actually thought about, like, the, the, that medal in a long time. But I, was think, I just started thinking about it today. It's actually really cool to have one because it's, like, it's not, I mean, it's not that many people have them, you know? Like, it's not, like, an Olympic medal, but it's, like, it's almost harder to win than an Olympic medal in a way. You know what I mean? I mean, I know where you're, you're getting at. Win an Olympic medal, but like, I know where you're getting at. The world saying. championship medal is so gnarly because there's so many fast guys. So many people can be there entering that race. It's so yeah. prestigious. Yeah, I 100% yeah. know what you mean. I guess it's not, I shouldn't say it's harder, not harder to win or harder to win the Olympic medal because it isn't, but it's just ex it's, extremely yeah. difficult. Yeah, it's like one of the highest things in our sport. So I was thinking about that today, which is pretty cool. Like the 1% of the 1% to ever get to win one of those things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So very, very good. So just remember. Yeah, we can't all be like Mariana, you know. Yep. Natalia Suvorova. Blonde, blonde Russian. I'm not sure I've really talked to her before. Not a whole lot. I can't say I really have either. I think I don't. I, so yeah, that's why I don't really have like you know. Normally we have it a back yeah, backstory. I don't know why I of her. I think I saw her story on like on our coffee chatter account or whatever. So. You know, it's nice to mix it up. You think she's listened to a Coffee Chatter episode? Not one. Not one. Not one, like when she's been hanging out with another BMXer? Like, not one. I think um, Kadyshev, I think, has. I think we've, we've discussed this. We think Kadyshev has listened to an episode before. He's a cool bro. He's a cool dude. I want to see a sign from, from Team Russia or someone Russian that they've listened to Coffee Chatter. I want to see a sign. Give us a sign. Not a like. I Just a like doesn't count because that's different. Give us a sign. Give us a sign. Give us a story. Give us something to know that we're, we're in Russia. It's all we want to know. Somebody from Russia, please. It's all I want to know. Like, you're just say you're like, I just want to know that we've made it to Russia. That's, that would be so sick. Yeah. So sick. Uh, quarantine. Um, house arrest. Yeah, that is house arrest, isn't it? What it feels like, yeah. Yeah. 
We were, I'm enjoying it so far. It's been one day, so my answer is going to change my next <laughs> week. One my answer is going to change very quickly in the next few days. But when you are forced to be inside compared to having the luxury of being inside, it's, it's jail. Yeah. Yep. Jeremy Smith. Jay Smooth. Um, I, think of, I think it was in Texas one year. I got lined up beside the dude like five, four or five times out of six motos. That year, I feel like you guys raced every single moto. <laughs> I don't understand. We were just lined up every gate beside each other in every moto of ABA race. It felt like it was insane. Dude, it's crazy though. Literally, you guys remember that was 17. You guys raced each other every single moto, pretty much that whole USA BMX year. I know. I was baffled. By, and every time I wasn't, after a while, it's just like, oh yeah, what moto are we in? <laughs> I know. So weird. Yeah. Oh, what was I going to say? I completely lost my train of thought. Cool. Okay. That's all right. It happens. Um, Afro Bob. Oh, no, that's you. It's your turn. Do you want me to just Afro Bob T? <laughs> uh, fucking smoked him in Abbotsford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did, T. Yeah, you did, buddy. That's something to live on. Yeah, I've said this before, though. I'm just really stoked I got to race him. That is really cool, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm really stoked I was able to race him. Yeah. I feel like I never really got to. I wasn't at that <laughs> level then. I never yeah, really got to. You were, you were, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, that was my first, no, first year. That would be my second year of Elite, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, this says TB. I think I meant to say TV. Oh. Well, TB, I think Tyler Brown. Yeah. Okay. We'll um, go with TB. <laughs> we'll go with the Vet Pro Champ. Uh, three, the back to back to back Vet Pro Champ. He was in our, in our comments of the live YouTube chatter. So that was cool to see TB. Yeah. Very hard worker. Very yeah, hard worker. He is, yep. Oh, this one. Vancouver weather. Oh, just the worst. Like Dude. It's just the worst. It just it's it's fugly out there. We have the worst weather in the world right now. Only like in the winter. Like Vancouver is so beautiful in the summer and then the winter rolls around and there's a reason why we always go down to San Diego and get out of here. Like it's not even it's not that cold. Like it's not it's above freezing. It's like five degrees probably. Ten, I don't know, five degrees, say. High of eight. Yeah. Of eight degrees, it's not even that cold. Celsius, people, before you Fahrenheit people just fucking lose your mind. <laughs> um, and it's, but it's just raining gray and dark yeah. all the time. It's funny. So I woke up this morning. I slept in a long time. It was amazing. The, 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 the lighting never changed from like when I woke up to let my cat out at like 3 a.m. to 9 a.m. when I woke up. It never changed. Dude, it's so dark in the morning. Like I'll wake up, it's like I woke up this morning like 7.45 and it was like a little bit light, but I was like, oh, I was probably like really early in the morning. I checked. It was like almost 8 o'clock. It's insane. And then three o'clock today, it's going dark. I know. Three o'clock, bro. Like, you got two hours of grayness outside. Like, uh, this place is just a hellhole. Gosh, Vancouver, I love you so much, but like, you're really pissing me off right now. Spring, summer, fall, it is just beautiful. It, it, seriously, yeah. Yeah, but just like November, probably November to like beginning of March is terrible. Yep. Brutal. Uh, oh, yeah, you're up. Kim Hayashi. Um, I don't know if I, like, I remember her in races being pretty dominant. Yeah. She was the top elite woman for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get to, I don't really know her at all. Um, but I remember, yeah, seeing races and she was just dominating. She was really cool too. We were teammates on Redline when I was just a kid. That is, that is pretty cool. Yeah. I remember always being a Redline person. Yeah. Yeah. I was just a kid. I was on, I was teammates with her. I thought that was pretty cool. She was always really nice. Even, even when I was like just a little kid. That's so cool. All right, I'm going to let my cat out because he's crying after this one. So when I say it, I'll just back. Uh, Samantha Cools. 
she was awesome. Like really good Canadian BMXer. I think she, uh, are you putting your headphones back on? Like she was a really good Canadian BMXer. Like she paid, she like was probably the first, she was, wasn't she the first Canadian to ever do like accomplish a ton on the international stage and really like kind of put Canada on the map. Yeah. She was like outstanding. Yeah, she was. I was, I I would agree with that last yeah. bit I heard. She was like that first person to do that. And that was really cool. First person from Canada to really like put Canada on the map of BMX world and accomplish like incredible things in the world stage. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Your update. Uh, <laughs> no, I, oh yeah. San Diego. San Diego. <laughs> San Diego. <laughs> San Diego. San Diego. Um, I miss it. I miss it. Yeah. Like you're, it's still kind of your home. It, it's not really my home lately. And I miss, I miss those times. It was. Yeah. Fuck. I guess you, you didn't go to San Diego at all when you were there. Were you? Did you? Not this year. Well, no. And the last time I was there for, was for Nick's wedding, which it felt good to be back. And last year I didn't go in the winter. Didn't go, not, yeah, I wasn't there this trip. It's been a while. Oh, wow. Yeah, last time you were there would have been next wedding, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I yeah. miss, I miss our, our time staying in a house and then going to, I miss going to Tommy's with Sean at his place for Saturday night. I know, like our routine a few years ago was oh, so cool. Yeah. I, I love those Saturday nights. I know. So. I mean, it's cool because we just train and then I can hang out of the house, go watch Supercross at Tommy's. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the days. Those, those were the days. <laughs> now it's like your home. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So. Uh, Papendal. I love Papendal. I, I think Papendal is a special place for me. Yeah, I get, I get that. Yeah, I, I, Papendal is a special place for me. I love Papendal. I, I look forward to going there whenever there's a right. We have the World Cup because the hotel, the, the breakfast, and the track, everything. Yeah, I got a lot of awesome memories in Holland. It's always been special for me. And I like the, the people are really cool. I, like, I love the culture. I got mm-hmm. good buddies with a lot of Dutch people yep. through BMX and stuff. There's awesome people and the culture is really cool. I think everyone's really supportive of the sport and they're really, Holland really loves sport in general. Like they really support any kind of sport. I think it's awesome. They really get behind it. It's really cool. That's yeah, I agree. It's really cool that they do. And everything is always like really taken care of. Like it's really such a clean country. True. It is very yeah. clean. That's why it's nice to go there. Yeah. Yeah. I love the one year at 2017 bottom floor, the room mattress outside the window, having a time out in the grass. That's why we were in the bottom floor. We didn't even use the door to the hotel. We just, for practice and stuff, we just go through the window of the hotel. <laughs> Bikes were left outside the room at all times. Just hop in and out of the window. It was great. That was awesome. Doesn't that seem like a lifetime ago now? Dude, I, it seems like a different world. It I is, know. It's so, so fun. Yeah. So much different, yeah. You just get kitted in the room and just go for practice. That's sick. That was awesome. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Uh, yours, Harmson. You know, he's just a good-looking dude. Good beard. <laughs> good, good. You know what? I don't know. Straight guy, straight guy, good-looking dude. I wasn't expecting that answer. I mean, it's just he's got a great beard. I'm a, I'm a beard guy. I look at people with beards. No homo, but he's a great-looking dude. He's a horse. He is a horse, actually, though, yeah. Feel bad for speaking of Papendal, feel bad for him that one year still. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I forgot about that. Yeah, wait, wait, wait for me to bring it up, but like, damn. I know, I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 Uh, Olympics. Um, I don't have any words really for it. I, I, I know why. Like, it's just, yeah. it's, it's the Olympics. Yeah, like, yeah, it's iconic, really it's special. 
it's in such it's it's so weird like it's in such its own category of racism yeah yeah, yeah. it's not it's not even i don't even think it's in the bmx like industry it's just like in its own fucking thing completely i agree it's more than a, it's more than a sport yeah like it's just it's more than racing and it's just like yeah it's so yeah it's like it's completely different mm-hmm. yeah different but the right. same 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 a little different <laughs> Uh, World Cup podium. Legit. Something I want to be at, accomplish, and I think if you've been on a World Cup podium, you're, you're damn legit. You got to be a bad motherfucker to be on a World Cup podium. Straight up. Because yeah. first of all, to be getting through a whole World Cup day to get in the final, and then to be able to put it together when it counts to get on, on the podium, you're fucking legit. Yeah, like you don't podium by mistake. No, you really no. don't. You re- like there's too much, too many rounds. The stuff could happen. Like someone might get a bit lucky and get on the podium, but you don't, you don't fluke into a podium. No, you really don't. No, those are some of the, yeah, those are my, some of my happiest moments in my life on world cup podiums. No doubt. Like that's, it all comes, that's when it all comes together and you can just like breathe it in, take it in, celebrate. You, you did your job. You, you went in there and accomplished what you came to do. It kind of sucks. Yeah, exactly. It's a perfect way to describe it. And it's kind of sucks too when you make the main and then you don't podium or you're close. Like you do, you were so close. <laughs> you like, you accomplished so much to get to that point. <laughs> and then nothing. Yeah. I remember, I remember the, the Manchester 2013 was my first podium. Yeah. And, but I remember like after this, after making the main, I remember thinking to myself, fuck, it takes so much work to get, that, get to this point. Like I just fucking need a podium. I can. Yeah. Seriously though. Right. You know, I was like, it takes so much work to get to this point. Do you yeah. have a chance? honestly though right it's like yeah ah, it's grueling it's insane just to get the chance takes so much work yeah and uh in argentina the one year uh in the final i was a spectator mm-hmm. i got i was so bummed like i didn't even race i was in the final yeah. and i got last and i was just like lane eight on the outside never even in the mix and it's just like cool like i did all that work for that and it was just a letdown yeah i know what you mean so like that's the same like you put all that work and you want to be in the you want to be fighting for that podium I kind of feel like that way sometimes about the Olympic final. Like I ended up fifth or whatever, but I kind of got cut, like cut off and was shuffled back and stuff. And I was like in yeah. last and I ended up coming back through, but it's kind of like, I would have loved to be like right in the thick of it, right up the, you know? It's like, yeah, you didn't, you, your battle was kind of after the second turn. So you never got to battle yeah, in that exactly. first bit. Yeah, I know. I could, like, I get that. I'd rather have just been like racing my balls off with other guys, like right in the thick of it. But yeah, racing, racing's racing. It is. Um, Oh, your turn. What'd you put in there? Macronomics? <laughs> Let's try and say it again. Oh, macroeconomics. There you go. I was like, wait a second. Macroeconomics. Got my exam on uh, Thursday, baby. Right on. Do I want to know what it's about? It's basically the study of like national economy. Oh, okay. So it's break, actually breaking down economics into a very macro level. Yeah, because yeah, I took microeconomics last like over the summer so i'm taking macro now it's actually it's really complicated but it's really interesting to actually you learn like what causes like exchange rates or inflation or the price of price level of things and what affects it it's pretty cool actually that is pretty cool that'd be i'd actually be pretty interesting yeah it's really it's really applicable too it's not like the million other things in school you learn that are useless it's actually very applicable (laughs) sokotoa (laughs) <laughs> how, <laughs> how much smaller is a macro than a micro is that a thing what's it like how, how small is a macro 
I have no idea. <laughs> I don't even know. All right, anyway. I want to say one to a thousand. I don't know why I think that. I, I was going to say something around there. Because but... I'm thinking gram to kilogram. Okay, yeah. Gram to kilogram. Good way to, good way to think about it. PS4. I wish I had one right now. Gosh darn it. In about two days, you're going to really wish you had one. I, I bet I am, yeah. In a couple of days, the relaxing factor is going to get not as cool. and You are gonna... <laughs> <laughs> You mean that day I spent on the couch all day, I'm not going to enjoy in 14 days of the same thing? Yeah. Yeah, just brain fog and just like a fucking bump on a log on the couch. Yeah. Uh, podcasting. It's fun. I enjoy doing it. I, I enjoy doing it when we're in a situation that we have everything going according to plan, unlike the one show when shit was not going to plan with the Wi-Fi, and I did not. I was not a happy camper. No, but I mean, we do our best. We do our best. Uh, where'd my thing go? Um, training in the rain. Oh, boy. <laughs> just, just another day in Vancouver. Another day in paradise, baby. <laughs> another day in paradise, baby. It's what we do all the time, and I'm sick and tired of it sometimes. It sucks ass. Done it so much this year. That we've done so much, we've done it so much in our life. We've done it so much this year. It just sucks. I know. Like I look outside now, and, I'm, and when it's pouring rain, I'm so happy I don't have to go and just do sprints in the rain. Like Gosh. it's just, it's so nice not having to do that anymore. Everything gets wet. There's no like. <sighs> normally, it's just. You don't have a dry place to sit normally. I try to sit on the back of my car with a towel over me, but then the towel gets wet. My, my gloves are soaked. My shoes are wet. My pants, that's just all awful. I would just sit in the garage and just go for the sprint and come back in. That's good. Yeah, see, that's good. I might have to do that out of my, uh, my front path now. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Australia. One of my favorite countries, I think. Yeah, hey. Yeah, they're really, I love Australia. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. I'd, love to go back, back, I'd love to go back to the Gold Coast. Yeah, it's a beautiful country. Yeah, very beautiful. I'd love, I'd love to see more of it, yeah. All right, great one words, T. Great one words. All right, folks, that's all we got. Thanks for all you people on the YouTube chat that tune in, all the live viewers. We, uh, we really appreciate it, and all you people that listen are going to listen to this after the fact. Thanks for tuning in. We got our last thing on the YouTube was Andre Lacroix. How do you say his last name? Lacroix? Lacroix. Lacroix. Andre, if it were, however we pronounce your last name, he says, fans want to know where you guys think the World Cup will be next year. Basic or something new? We kind of touched on it. We think it, by the sounds of it, they're going to be at new places next year. Yeah, I heard Stuttgart and... Um, Bogota, Turkey. maybe. Bogota. Oh, yeah, Bogota, and I heard Turkey, too. So, who knows? New places. Know. Right on. So, yeah, thanks to everyone in the chat. That was a great show. Thanks to ProGate Europe. Winning starts the Great Gate. Um, James won national championships last year with a great start on a pro gate Europe. How about that one? I just slid that one right in there. That was really just from the rafters as well, but in the best way. Thanks to, you know, you're a good guy. Thanks pal. You know, you fucking lit those other Canadians up on a pro gate Europe. Oh, you're your baby. That was a great pro gate Europe. Super fast, baby. That's just what we like to see. It's what we, we like. Want, we want to see an absolute rocket. Uh, you know what? That's all we ask for. <laughs> let, <laughs> let me snap on red, baby. Uh, you know, thanks, motorsheets.com, guys. Get your track. It's next. Your know, races are happening next year. Go to motorsheets.com. Get a timing and storing system made easy. Brought to you by coffeechatter.com. <laughs> Remember, kids, uh, snap on green. We'll see you next week with Felicia Stancil. Looking forward to it. All right. Snap on green, folks. Bip peeps.
that. Well, what's this friggin' podcast all about? I don't get it, man. Coffee chatter? Get off my back, guys. <laughs> you have to be fast in the track. I hate that guy. <laughs>